0: From Los Angeles, California, this is the Writer's Strike Chronicles, and I'm Tanya Barnes. Hello, everybody. Today is Thursday, January thirty-first, two thousand eight. Day eighty-nine of the writers' strike. In today's episode, I meet up with Stephanie Smith to talk about her project that was made specifically with a new media in mind. Now, one word before we begin, and that is: if you haven't been paying attention, I mentioned in the past two episodes that I might be busy working nights on a job for this week. Well, it's confirmed. I'm working tonight and Friday night as well, and all this means is that the release schedule for the podcast may be delayed, as I am unable to both work on set and create new content daily. Please bear with me. I am dedicated to delivering a podcast every day, but I'm also keen on staying gainfully employed during the strike as much as I can. As it stands right now, it's very likely I will lose my health benefits, which will come up in June due to the strike, and also my eligibility requirements for my pension fund as well. I know it sounds like I'm having a blast on the line, and in many ways the strike has presented many opportunities rather than challenges, but the reality is that it's hurting me just as much as it's hurting the riders. Anyway, let's roll sound with Stephanie Smith.
1: Okay, all right, I'm walking the picket line with? Stephanie Smith. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. Stephanie, tell me what got you in the guild. Um,
2: I got. A, I actually got into the guild um, three days before the strike started, which was also my birthday. Happy birthday. Um, Yeah, it was great. I woke up at 9.30 to the doorbell, and it was the postman with this huge packet, like, welcome to the Writers Guild, and happy birthday, you're on strike. Um, I sold a pitch for a series that is uh, television and new media integrated to the CW, and uh, was just about done with the pilot when the strike started.
1: Oh, wow. How did that feel when you went up for strike?
2: (laughs) Well, in a way... Seeing as, like like I said, my show is integrated and does exist online as well as on television, I understood it completely because I don't have a new media deal. It just says uh, agreement to negotiate in good faith upon commencement of production. And so I felt very strongly that we had cause to strike. But after struggling, you know, I came out of grad school in uh, the end of 2001. And to be struggling along for that time and have things really start to take off, uh, right as the strike was starting, yeah, like the cruelest of ironies. <laughs> can you name the project? Uh, I, I don't think I can. No. Okay. Did I you r-
1: Did you network. write it for the network and um, for network television or I, I, I for did. new media?
2: Uh, no. I, well, it's 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 written for both. I mean, like there's there's a components of new media that are incorporated into the television show. Okay. But it's written, you know, as a TV pilot, yeah. Okay. I've, I've always seen the idea as integrated. Like, I wanted it to be... What I set out to do is I wanted to create a show that would... Or the story would organically move through the mediums to include all of them seamlessly so that people could get entertainment... In all of the places that they go for their entertainment, whether they're sitting in front of their computer, whether they're on their handheld, or whether they're on their TV, and that they'd be getting a different experience as part of the whole in each of those places.
1: You mean a different experience depending on the platform? Yep.
2: Okay. But with the same characters and the same tone and all that sort of stuff, but the information that they get is different.
1: Okay. Did you actually sell the idea? Yes. Okay, so you no longer control the control it, or what? How's that work? Um, well, okay, I sold, I sold a pitch for the way to
2: handle it and everything else uh, around this time last year to Fox TV Studios and then we uh, went out and shot a presentation for how it would work okay. and then pitched a couple of networks and sold as the CW. So I guess no. I mean, I'm attached. I'm the creator co-EP. Okay, now where is it right now? Uh, we're <laughs> I don't think I can really say officially, but we're, we're
1: uh, t- talking about the pilot that will be produced. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about new media. Do you download or stream any new media? And if so, what are you watching? You know, I do most of my new media on YouTube. Believe it or not, like I'm more into the amateurish stuff than you the,
2: g- the user-generated. Yeah, user, exactly, exactly. And I mean, like so many people are um, are creating really funny stuff. And I found especially during the strike, a lot of like the people that I've been meeting on the line and stuff have been doing really, really funny things. Um, I, you know, I've paid attention to Quarter
1: Life. Oh, talk um, about that more, please.
2: Quarter Life is a similar idea to mine. You know, the the girl who's the lead exists like she's real in this in this world and. You know, uh, I, I, don't, I don't want to say too much about it. It's sort of my direct competition. <laughs> oh, okay. What attracts you to new media? Well, I think it's the future. And I think ultimately, I mean, and this is what the, this whole freaking strike is about, is that television and the Internet are going to be the same thing. There's no question about it. And what actually attracts me to it, more than just the fact that it's that's the direction that it's going and it's, you know, lower, you know, budgets, making it easier for more people to do things, is that it's uh, yeah. it, it's your opportunity, or it's our opportunity as creators to find entirely new ways of telling stories. So it's not just, you know, we're going to let this thing unfold for you and you're going to watch. Like, in my show in particular, like I'm very much into a sort of user-generated aspect, or it's sort of like I think of it as choose-your-own-adventure TV. So, you know, things happen, and they they leave opportunities for the viewer to comment and interact with the people that are part of the story and then thereby can have a chance to That's shape cool. the story so that to me is super cool I love the new windows that you can get into people like you know with social networking and you know beyond just the regular profile um, yeah I mean the possibilities are just endless right now and you know we're going to watch where it's going to go but already it's,
1: it's opened up a whole different field you know, a whole different way of doing things. So my follow-up question to that is, what do you need the networks for if you can create content on the internet on your own?
2: Money. Okay. And in all honesty, that's that. That's this is. Uh, you know, there are advertisers and um, major corporations and venture capitalists and all sorts of people that are um, very much interested in funding this sort of stuff. And you, so we don't actually need the networks and the studios as much as we once did. You know, there is still the visibility factor because it takes a certain amount of money or a certain huge time investment to generate an audience yeah, online. Gonna be, yeah. And I was just yeah. going to say, you know, like you're not going to be the featured video yeah. on MySpace unless somebody pays for you to be the featured video on MySpace. Um, really? Is that how that works? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I mean, there I mean, maybe if something rarely goes viral enough that it gets to be, but as a general rule, I believe that space is paid for. You know, think about it. Think about it. MySpace is part of a uh, news core. Yeah. Uh, what's it, you know, yeah. fine with me, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay, which I find interesting that, going back to Quarter Life, that it was Sultan BC and not News Corp. What do you think of that? News Corp's got my show. (laughs) Oh, they do? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I pitched NBC By the way (laughs) So you're hoping That News Corp Will help you grow Your audience Is that it?
2: Um, Yeah I mean We're still deciding Right now How uh, the whole thing How the the pieces Will work together I mean like Creatively Story wise I have a very Clear vision Of how I would Like the pieces To work together But you realize Now that it's uh, When you're not Doing it just On your own And you're not Just setting things Up in sort of um, an Indie style You're dealing With these huge Corporations And so You know It's going to be A good portion up to them, also how they decide to position it and really push it. Yeah. How would you set it up? It's hard to talk about without actually talking about
1: the context of the show. We can talk once my show is made. <laughs> okay, let's do that. Okay, we'll do a follow up. Okay. Okay. Can you explain what, why we're here on the strike lines today?
2: Today, um, I think that because the, you know, WGA and the MPTP are back in informal talks, uh, from what I understood from the email that we got, It's very much about just letting them know that we're all still out there and that SAG supports us and that we all really want to close a deal, but we're not just going to roll over and go, yay, what you said to the DGA is perfect for us, you know, because there are different considerations and all that kind of stuff. So it's just about letting everybody know that we're still here and we're still serious about it, but, you know, we want a resolution.
1: Okay. Um, I'd had I'd heard rumors that we're two weeks away from uh, settling a deal. What do you, had you heard I've that? Heard, and what do you think? <laughs> I've
2: heard the same rumors. You know, and I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. I mean, I I feel really good, and as far as I know, everybody feels really good, and a- anybody that I've talked to in any capacity is feeling like it's gonna be done in two weeks. It's gonna be done in two weeks. The word is, you know, we got to be done by the time the Academy Awards come. Otherwise, um, otherwise, you know, we're sol. So, you know, I hope so. I don't I don't want to say like, yeah, it's definitely gonna happen, but. I know I'd be really sad if it didn't, because prior to the DDA deal, I was pretty much suicidal. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Um, do you have any advice for writers and artists to create content on the web? Um, I think that the marketplace is changing really, really rapidly,
2: and I think if... If you have the connections and you have the money Even a small amount of money To get something up on your own Then it's certainly not going to hurt you And now is a great time to do it You know, I, I, I can't I haven't, oops, I just knocked a cone over That's
0: right. Um,
2: it's, been, it's been hard to tell during the strike You know, for a while there I was thinking You know, people who do things indie It's great, it's great, it's great But unfortunately we're still in a system You know, I chose, I had the opportunity to do What I've been working on sort of independently, you know, through um, corporate financing, outside the studio system, advertiser based stuff and I didn't take it and... Why? Well, because I really wanted to sell to a network because I think that that's the sad part is that right now we're still at a stage where the, the marketplace hasn't opened up enough that there are real credible venues. Like nobody's managed to make the successful web series yet and I think it's coming and I think it will happen and I have a web series that I've been developing with you know, a production company to get some venture capitalists behind it to try and launch it. And I think there are a lot of people that are trying to do that right now. But the problem is, is that there's still not the, the definitive place that people are going for their content outside of the network system, which is why I
1: thought that for my project, the best thing to do, and the thing that would be the best for my career would be to get it on network television. Okay. Okay, two more questions. Um, any parting shots as we wrap this up? Anything, any misconceptions you want to clear up about the strike or about new media or anything that you're hearing out in the culture that you want to clarify? Um, well, I think, I mean, for me, and I've said this time and time
2: again, and the reason that this was all worth striking for, and the reason why even the thing that was offered to the DGA isn't quite right for us, is that ultimately, TV and the internet are going to be the same thing. And it's in, it's five years away. You're going to, you know, I mean, look, Apple just introduced their new, you know, Mac TV or whatever the hell Apple is TV. Apple TV, yeah. And... Um, that's going to be the way that it is so if we're to settle for a very nominal fee to be paid for anything that's quote unquote new media in five years everything's going to be new media there's going to be no more guild and you know no more health benefits and it'll just be more and more like reality tv where people get worked to death for nothing and and the content the quality of the
1: content goes down as a result Okay that's it okay I think there is a difference between okay when you're talking about user-generated content I do believe that there's a difference between amateur and amateurish oh yeah absolutely absolutely like not everybody
2: that's an amateur is creating amateurish content absolutely not I mean there are people that are doing really great really funny stuff that have no quote-unquote experience and aren't considered pros but I mean isn't that the case is not that always been the case in this business you know, like I mean, it takes people what five, ten years as a general rule to succeed, right? And it's not that I mean they yes you're gonna get better with time and all that sort of stuff but it's not that they didn't have the talent five years ago now the great thing about the internet is that you actually have a venue where people can see your work as opposed to just sitting around going God please read my script well no I just made a short and it's online check it out
1: final question and I need to set this up this way legacy notwithstanding standalone technology on their own what do you think is a more powerful invention the internet or the printing press and why
2: Oh God, that's a hard
1: question to ask a
2: writer, you know, because I I love the written word, and I think uh, half the time I just as happily read books. But I'm, and you know, that was the way that media was disseminated for such a long time was the printing press. But the internet does seem to have. Well, it's such a hard question. It seems to have a wider reach, but then, you know, like people that are in villages in Africa don't have the Internet, but I guess they don't have newspapers either. So I'm hard-pressed to answer that question. I guess we'll have to to see what happens in the next few years to know, but probably ultimately the Internet.
1: Okay. Thank you very much for your time. It was a great interview. Thank you.
0: You have been listening to the Rider Strike Chronicle podcast, available for free through iTunes. For more information, visit us at www.strikechronicles.com. To contact us, please call 310-439-8754 or send us an email at info at strikechronicles.com.